0: Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that was just a sad situation. All right. So we're going to move forward to um, there was an article oh, that, hit, that hit our group chat uh, <laughs> sent out by Coach Natty T uh, that, that sparked a lot of the interest in, in, <laughs> in, uh, in, the, in the coach's box uh, reviving itself. So Natty, do you mind explaining to the public here what this article was and what is your take on what was said?
1: Well, so let me set the scene here. So you know <laughs> oh, You, you <laughs> know, in, in this in this COVID environment, you know, I'm I'm able to to work out in my house, you know, so I'm downstairs doing my thing and I watch a Bloomberg TV. I work in a corporate environment, so I watch a Bloomberg TV all the time and keep up my keep up on my financial news. So there's a segment that pops up, and you know, I see Steph Curry's face and I see, you know, a few Under Armour representatives, blah, 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 blah. So, um, you know, turn up the TV a little bit. I'm like, what are you talking about? like, Okay. They're releasing a curry brand. So similar to Jordan, it's just going to be a straight up curry brand off of Under Armour. So I'm like, okay, that's not a bad idea.
0: Right. Right. Well, well deserved.
1: Well, you know, hey, that's fine. But <laughs> this conversation goes on and they're saying, yeah, you know, we kind of want to, you know, we, we view the Nike model, what they did with Jordan. We feel like we can be successful with Steph Curry. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's a crazy statement. Um, but then it goes on to say, or then they go on to say, um, oh, you know, we feel, you know, Steph Curry is a, you know, transcendent player. We feel like he's every bit, his legacy is as great as every as, as Jordan in every type of way. And we feel that we can eclipse the Jordan legacy that he has built up to this point. That's when I was like, hold up, stop, mm-hmm. stop, mm-hmm. Stop, right up. stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> so, and again, we, we had a spirited discussion in the, in the group chat. And, and again, for me, it's not the fact that you think you can be successful. Cause I think it could be successful. I think it actually will be successful. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. But to say that <laughs> this brand that you're making is going to be as every bit as good as the Jordan legacy and that, and, and, what, and what I mean by legacy is just to make the viewers understand what I'm saying. He may outsell Jordan now, because again, Jordan really sells off his re- his retros, re releases. Yes. Not everybody buys them. We're, get into that point where you consider us old heads. So, yeah, we're gonna buy them. There's gonna be some kids that's gonna buy it, they're gonna ask their parents to buy it. I think, from what I understand, his target market is gonna be kids. So, you know, they're gonna be kinda of like the team curries and, and all of that, so they may sell more. If you look at it in comparison, like, right now. But don't tell me. <laughs> The the legacy of that. So you're telling me you're you're including the entire Jordan legacy from his playing days up until now. That what you're doing is going to be greater than that. No, no, stop it. Not happening. So that's for me. That's where it just kind of went off the rails
0: for me. Just to share a little information from the article, um, Bloomberg.com released this. And so. It, it all right off the bat, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Under Armour <laughs> launches Steph Curry brand and shot at Nike's Jordan. I almost didn't read any more of the article <laughs> after after that because I'm like, that's complete and utter blasphemy. But and it, but looking at, I think you're right because there's an opportunity to to, to tap into a, a micro market, uh, perhaps and really succeed and maybe lead Jordan within that market because if you're looking at. Hey, we can maybe enter some youth leagues uh, sponsored by Under Armour. All the kids wear Team Curry shoes or whatever it ends up being. You can make some noise in that market. You can make that because you're looking at a – I mean, how many times have you watched high school tape and just seen people shooting three-pointers? They will pass up a layup to shoot a three-pointer. Absolutely. Wide open, you pass it back out to the three-point, to the perimeter. You will be on a fast break and you'll stop and pull up for a three-pointer. Curry has a lot to do with that sh- shift in culture. And so he has had a profound impact on this game. So we're not trying to be disrespectful. He has, has had a profound pro- you know, effect on the game. So you can be successful in that setting where, where those kids are looking at Curry the way that our generation looked at MJ and say, hey, we want to rock those shoes. And Curry's a little bit more of an attainable star because we couldn't all fly high like Jordan and switch hands in midair and and, and and make, get it up to the rim, let alone make it, you know, but, and, and do all the dunks and everything. But, you know, we could train ourselves to shoot. We could step back, you know, we could, we could work on those skills. And so I think he ha- he does have a niche market. But Under Armour is going to need to rebrand him a little bit more. I think <laughs> they're going to be successful. They're going to have to focus in on their market. And if they expect to be competitive, Jordan, Jordan should not, you have steps before you even get to a Jordan tier. You have Adidas, as, as, as Coach Wakeup put in the chat, you know, you're talking about Skechers, you know, entering a market where people just need shoes. Skechers is, is, is you know, a lot of kids wear that too, and even adults and, and older people wear Skechers, you know, so there's a market there. So you're looking at Adidas. You're looking at um, Skechers as places that you, you have to beat them first before you even think about Nike <laughs> and Jordan. You're not even in that, that stratosphere. To give you some numbers, the Under Armour shares were down 0.8%. Um, to $16.56 share. And so they've lost 23% in stock through November 27th of this year, 23%. And you're talking about rivaling Jordan. You have a long way ahead of you. Jordan has at least 30 years of development on you, and he's the better player of the two. And I think it didn't help that Steph Curry was hurt last year too. I think out of sight, out of mind for some people, especially casual fans and and sneaker purchasers. uh, I don't think it's realistic for them to get to the Jordan plateau. So I think they have some other benchmarks that are more uh, applicable and realistic for them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the the point that I was like trying to make in the chat, like I think we were largely saying the same thing. I think we we're just saying it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's space for Under Armour to successfully exist and establish mm-hmm. this Curry brand. Um, the problem is, is that Michael Jordan not only has, and Nike, not only do they have like financial and physical dominance in the, in the market space, they have cultural dominance Mm -hmm. in the market space. Jordan was the first guy to make basketball sneakers cool prior to them people were wearing uh uh the bird and magic converse yeah yep. you know what i'm saying the weapons the weapons so they was you know they were yellow and purple and then larry bird had the black ones and nobody Mm -hmm. wore the the, you know the black kids wore the yellow and purples because people did not want to wear larry bird shoes because the the lakers and the celtics rivalry was rooted in racism black versus Mm -hmm. white so doing that is already rubbing people the wrong way who have that cultural and emotional connection to Jordan Brand. Natty and I both have sneakers in the background. All four of us have oh, a yeah. collection <laughs> mm-hmm. full of Jordans. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we have that cultural and emotional connection to the shoe. Mm-hmm. Now, where I think they messed up at, like I said, I, I, I used Sketches in the chat where I said Sketches is a brand, that you know little girls wear that older people wear they're Mm -hmm. they're so far removed from basketball but they're still successful Mm -hmm. a new balance has done a great job cornering the streetwear market Mm -hmm. they're collaborating with joe fresh goods and ame leon and they're using that to uh make their their uh general their grs more uh, um uh valuable Mm -hmm. um and desirable which is which has been great Where I think they messed up. Who has to buy the shoes for the kids? The parents. (laughs) So I see how many of us see kids wearing retros? See them all the time, right? All
0: the time. They have no idea who Michael Jordan is. No, I have no idea who never Jordan. Saw, they have never an, saw him play. Mm-hmm.
2: They have an idea. I think they have an idea. Like, yeah, Jordan. But we're about five years away from Jordan was a role player. Yeah, you see it coming. Yeah. The narrative when LeBron retires and they <laughs> do his last dance. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a rap for Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a rap. And we'll be we'll be too old and people won't listen to us to be like, no, this isn't true. But the parents will sit there and watch Curry and Curry's brand go at Jordan and say, I'm not buying my kid that shoe. (laughs) And it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. It's a wrap. Like, there are kids, like, I let my kids pick out whatever they want to wear. I might make fun of them if I don't like it. (laughs) But ultimately, they have their own decision. Not all parents are like that. There are some parents from, from, baby is in the new fours, in the new ones, in the Mm -hmm. new 11s. Mm -hmm. So, if you would have marketed yourself as like if you're marketing yourself as kid-friendly you have to hit the parents Mm -hmm. and if you got the and if you have the parents then it's much easier for you that uh, to to get the kids because otherwise you're 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 creating Mm -hmm. attention in the house for like i want you to wear this shoe but you want to buy this shoe another so it was it should have been a layup really Mm -hmm. but you know, shoot, who's the number two brand, uh, sneaker brand after Nike slash Jordan brand in the NBA? Was this? It might, what, it might be Puma maybe? Maybe. Well, maybe? Adidas like, has Yeah, I think Adidas they've done has a, so, but... They've had, right, right. Adidas, yes. You know, and Puma's just done like a very pronounced push into the basketball market. New Balance mm-hmm. is trying to get into the basketball mm-hmm. market. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them said anything about Jordan brand or Nike because you're just right. not going to stop Jordan brand and Nike. It's impossible. He's not going
1: to do it. And then the other, for me, the other miscalculation for me, um, but I said this in the group chat as well. um, I think the timing is off. Mm -hmm. I think if this was 2015, 16, like at the height of Curry mania and the Warriors mania, I think not that you even could have reached Jordan, but if, if if imagine if at that time they said oh we're going to have a curry brand oh yeah,
0: yeah. it could have like, took off it could have took, took off yeah yeah
1: Facts. now Facts. now with clay being hurt you know unfortunately right um i don't see the warriors making the playoffs i don't and you know that that's going to have an effect on the mystique of curry mm-hmm. it's going to cuz we already started to see it last year before he he hurt his hand because they was getting blown out. Yeah, they were like, struggling. Oh well. Oh, what's wrong with Seth? Uh the, the questions were starting to come. That the 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 storm was starting to come as far as people hopping off the Curry bandwagon, and he got hurt. So then people kind of forgot, and then it reset. And then, oh, Curry about to be MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, he don't have Clay. Oh, he about to show y'all. I mean, if he does, more power to him. And I think that would bring the Curry mania back. I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. So I I think Mm -hmm. the the, the timing is a bit off because he's 30. He's 32. He's not 22. Mm -hmm. 32. As much as he's really a shooter, his elite game will probably last maybe a little bit longer than somebody who's bigger and has a above the rim type of game. Mm -hmm. 32. He's got, what, four years, three years left to be Steph as we know yeah. now yeah so you're really you're trying to bank on that you think I, I, so
2: i i i the only reason why the only reason why i question that is because Steph doesn't have a uh a derek rose s game where he's not oh, relying yeah. on explosiveness or explosiveness right he's, he's his jump shot your right. jump shot you know this your jump shot's never going to go
1: away right 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 he just
2: might not he just might have to turn into a clay and like have other people create his shot for him versus him just dribbling a lot and throws. something. Right, right,
1: right, right. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean it, could be, it could be longer than that, but I, I just think, for me, again, the, the timing is off because I just don't think I he's going to have that 2015, 2016, 2017 buzz that he had. Yeah. I just don't see that in the next five, six, seven, eight years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to so have this Curry brand, up. and it's like... Exactly. Yeah, even as dope exactly. as it may be, and, and to your point, Armand, what the i think what these other shoe companies don't get about why jordan's work is the cultural significance to it it was the like the ones i mean it even with the the hip-hop infusion with it i mean it's just you can't it's hard to replicate because i mean and that was really the first basketball shoe that people really don't play basketball in like People really wear those casually. Like, that's yep. what Jordans are for. Yep. Nobody really wears them to play basketball.
0: So and they're, they're actually very uncomfortable, uncomfortable. to play basketball. They're actually basketball. very uncomfortable. <laughs> they are
1: horrible basketball <laughs> yeah, gotcha. shoes. They're horrible <laughs> basketball shoes. So I, these other shoe companies, I think they just – they don't – that doesn't click with them. They're like, right. oh. Because even to your point, Armand, again – This curry brand is going to be centered at kids and kind of like the team basketball, like type of market. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be a cultural shoe. It's going to be a basketball shoe. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not going to have that same levity and that same bandwidth that Jordan has. That's why he's able to re-release the same shoe Ten times oh, whoa, no, we whoa. keep buying them. I have oh,
2: fifteen no. pairs of the same yeah. shoe in different We keep
1: colors. buying them because it's just like, man, man, that looks dope with the outfit. that outfit. Yeah, is. I, oh, I, got yeah the I got the white. Look, I got the I white, red, and black, but I don't
2: have the black, white, red. <laughs> I have the black, <laughs> white, red,
1: right? You know what I'm saying? And then now the way they've re- redone these kind of reconstructed Jordans with the with the off white, with the, yep. the Union LA, yep. with the uh, Travis Scott. Scott Mm-hmm. The way they've even Ray reconstructed Ray Allens, yep, mm-hmm. right. Even the way they've reconstructed these Jordans now, I mean, it's even taken on a life of its own, and it's just gotten even bigger. So yeah. I
0: just yeah. to your point, that's, Kenny. That's with me. You mentioned Ray Allen, like that—that's an attachment to a movie as well. That he got right, games, right. you know, So exactly. like, mm-hmm. he got
1: games, like yeah. That, I
0: mean, that's 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 a, a tough hill to climb for there. Really, go ahead, Kenny, I'll let, uh, Coach K. I'll let you uh, weigh in on this too.
3: Man, I don't know. First of all, like, I I definitely agree with what y'all saying. You know, like, they missed the boat. Like, maybe if this would have been – like, if this would have came, like, right after Curry had his first MVP season. uh, You know, maybe I could see him making more of an impact. But uh, just with that, and then also, like, I look at the – I look at the uh, – I look at the shoes. I don't – I'm not <laughs> running to the store to buy no – I mean – to buy these Under Armour shoes because like, first of all, like the logo looks ugly on the shoe. Mm-hmm. You got a big, I don't even know what that logo is. And like, when I think of the Under Armour brand, I've, I've always, the only reason I really knew about Under Armour was because of football. And cause mm-hmm. I like buy Under, Under Armour is, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, that's, point. that's it. Point. Yeah. That's so it. I think, I think that, I think if they were, if they had like an NFL star, maybe it would work out a little bit better. But like, as far as like shoes, It might it might explode in like the medical you know realm, but but, I don't know like orthopedic shoes. (laughs) But I'm
1: uh, I'm not running in the medical field. You know the doctors gonna be like, Yo, I got those curries, and
0: they' mad comfortable.
3: The nurses like, we have to wear all black shoes anyway. We gonna rock these
0: curries.
3: These air diagnoses. Yeah, man. I'm not running to buy no help phone and can't get up like eight. Like, <laughs>
0: that, that's a great point, Kenny. I think, and yeah. that's part of it. When we talked about rebranding, I think that's some of the stuff. You, you got to change the look of the shoe. And when you look at Under Armour, when a lot of people think of it, we do think we must protect this house. You know, that's, that's what yeah. comes to our mind, yeah. those commercials. We don't resonate with Curry when it comes to Under Armour. When you think of Nike, you think of Jordan. A lot of us do. Mm-hmm. Even though that's a completely separate thing. You think about, Jordan, that's, yeah. you know, that's the first LeBron. or second thing that you're thinking about. And I think about yeah. when we talk about sustainability, it's, it's going to be hard for LeBron to have that type of sustainability with his sneakers, let alone Steph Curry. No. <laughs> we don't have that association at, yeah. even with LeBron as much. He has four championships. And, you know, for some, he's the greatest player. For, and for some, he may be the second or third best player. But anyway, he's higher on the list than Curry is for, for pretty much everyone. And he's still not going to ha- – I don't think going to have that growth. And he's done absolutely nothing wrong. He's had the longevity out of this world and success out of this world. And I don't think 30 years from now people are going to be buying LeBrons like that or saying, man, these are the ones he, he made the block in. This is the one uh, when he won his first championship in L.A people don't think, have
2: that type yeah. of catch. Yeah, I think some of the other pairs you might get that for LeBron. I'm some curious of, to see what these, what these eights dope. and nines do as they start to get retro. Yes. Yeah, like the
1: but, South Beaches and
0: the South Beaches.
2: Yeah, yes. South Beach is supposed to be coming out next year. Like, I think there's yeah. some shoes that are always going to have that. But I think that has more... Uh, that has more value in like the sneakerhead community yes. and not necessarily in exactly. like just overall a
0: novice culture. Person yeah. they are collector's item that some people would yeah. like to wear and they also some of those transitions into hip-hop you know yeah. so you might have a few yeah. LeBrons in there but nobody's going to be rocking the Currys in their music video to your points no. with, you know no. earlier no. and so if LeBron one of the greatest players who has ever laced them up can only have maybe a few shoes that are going to be sustainable for the next 30 years, what chance does that give Steph Curry to right. be able to I'm do sad. that?
1: And, then, and yeah. then again, like, it's the cultural significance. Because, like, half the people in the barbershop that's arguing LeBron's better than Jordan are wearing Jordans.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, like.
2: exactly. I mean, like, that's uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah,
3: the, the, the whole cultural ap- Appeal is not there with with these curry shoes. I mean, I I could maybe see the shoes appear like maybe appealing to like more of the common man. Like you know, I don't know. Like maybe a wider range. I I don't know, man. I just I just look at these shoes and I'm just like, man, these. You're reaching, Kenny. You're you're being very kind. You're being too kind right now. I'm trying. Those shoes are absolutely horrendous.
0: They're they're fine. Yeah, uh, I'm just. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on to a little bit NFL, but I will yeah, say I don't, we don't want to bag on Under Armour uh, too much. There's nah. a lot of respect that comes with uh, oh, yeah, uh, branding sure. an athlete and what they've tried to do in entering markets, and in this particular uh, initiative, uh, Curry Brand, uh, you know their their apparel, uh, footwear, and accessories. Um, they're going to have a percentage of their revenue be invested in under resourced communities. Uh, they are looking at to create 20 safe playing spaces, support 125 youth athletic programs and train 15,000 coaches uh, within the next five years. That wow. is something truly to be admired, something that that this, this culture, this world is needing more of. So the Under Armour's investment in the development uh, of, of humans and under-resourced folks uh, in this world is huge and it should not be taken for granted. You just need to make better looking shoes. Like that—that's yeah. that you know—to get your athlete all, off the but but your your investments are are very much admired. Like uh, I said, so- and that, like all that's great, that is fantastic.
1: You want to increase your market share? That's great, but don't say your legacy is going to be better than Jordan.
0: Like you yeah. just you're just talking crazy. You, leave, leave Jordan out of your mouth and keep leave Jordan yeah, leave, out of yeah, I mean he
3: can't win a championship <laughs> by yourself first before you even get to that. I'm, I'm exactly. sorry, I, <laughs> man, but it's got to be said.
0: <laughs> so as, as we wrap up, we're going to do just a little quick NFL stuff. Uh, and, and so we're going to just kind of talk about three things, three main things for this episode. Who's your MVP right now? Who's your best team right now? Uh, and what's your Super Bowl prediction? Uh, Natty T, I'll go ahead and let you start, kick off this one. All
1: right. So NFL, um, for me, MVP right now, got to go Patrick Mahomes. My um, My homeboy dude has was it 23 touchdowns two interceptions right now Mm -hmm. that's that's ridiculous um and then the other thing i'm really impressed with what um he's doing and what kansas city is doing right now if you most people remember his first year as a starter throwing 50 touchdowns and i think what nine or ten interceptions Mm -hmm. and you can tell you know Every play was just a highlight play. I mean, he was pushing the ball down the field. He's running the score up. This year, they're actually, uh, they're actually more balanced than what they were that year. And even last year when they won the Super Bowl, Just scary because you can tell he's just kind of taken what the defense has given him. And when he needs to be special in those certain moments, he does that. So I, I think it's, it's really scary what he's doing right now. And then even just to know that he really just started playing quarterback in like his sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And he that's said ridiculous. last year he just started to figure out how to read defenses.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's
3: and you can crazy. tell,
0: too, because they're throwing yeah. some different stuff at him this year Yeah, they have some tape on him now. They have substantial yeah. tape. And he's able to figure it out mid-game. Right. like He's I able mean, to, like, oh, that cover two stuff, that's not going to work in the third quarter. I'm going to figure yeah. it out. I'm going to figure not gonna it
1: out. going to work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's very scary what he's capable of doing, even though he's not on track to what he did his first year as a starter. But I think he's doing even 10 times better now because you can tell, like, he's having more of a control on the game, and they can just march right down the field whenever they want to and score. So... Um, for me it's Patrick Mahomes, I think uh Russell Wilson had a good streak going, but um just like in years past, I think he kind of tailored off a little bit. Um so I, I don't think they'll be able to pick up that momentum again. The other person that that obviously is in the race is uh is is uh Free Bay. Uh Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know if he'll get it because I think New Orleans is going to have the number one seed. So ultimately, I think Green Bay is a little bit shaky from a team standpoint, so that may hurt his MVP votes. Mm -hmm. The other person that really should get honorable mention is Ben Roethlisberger because they're undefeated right now. Mm -hmm. He's playing really well, but he's probably going to get comeback clear of the year since he didn't play last
0: year. Yeah.
1: So for me, it's Patrick Mahomes right
0: now. Gotcha. Coach K, you got a take on this?
3: Say I just go with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I was. I mean, you know, we we both are Dallas fans, and uh, don't, yeah. don't say that on, on public uh, air, I'm man. Sorry, don't don't yeah. do that. Don't I'm do that. I'm sorry. Don't do that. we I'm in the Dallas Mavericks. You know, <laughs> Dallas yeah, 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 yeah. Go Luca. Um, yeah, 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 Luca. You know, but I don't know. It's yeah, just, we gotta talk about Luca next show.
1: Yes. That's a bad, yeah. Oh, yeah, It's a bad sure. man, right there. That's a bad yeah. boy
3: um i'll just go with i mean mahomes just continues to impress uh andy reed is showing you know that he is a uh, a super bowl caliber coach um i don't know i, I haven't really due to uh do some certain, due to some circumstances that you know have happened earlier this year is is kind of taking a lot of the wind out of my nfl a lot of time this year but you know just mm-hmm. things happen you know but we always we all come back stronger you know what I mean so mm-hmm. yeah with my um uh, I feel like um I know their record's not that impressive but I feel like I'm always I, I like Kyler Murray I'm just a Kyler Murray fan too no Kyler uh, Kyler man, Murray I think they're gonna make the playoffs
1: this year mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he's he's dope you dope. yeah. And shout out to Black quarterback, man. Like it yes. took over. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking
0: about. I, 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 I,
3: talking about? Yeah.
0: I think well, it, it's going to be. That's an episode in itself, and I would like yeah. for us to do an episode. They didn't change the, the narrative. Yeah. They done not change yeah. the narrative, man.
3: Hey, really Most dead.
0: definitely. Most definitely. I, I mean, I I'm going to go with I think Pat Mahomes hands down would deserve it, and I don't think anyone would really complain. Uh, I, I'm going to bring Aaron Rodgers into the conversation as my number one. And I say that because of the way I'm interpreting the word value. Mm-hmm. So Patrick Mahomes, no doubt, is a supremely talented and coming off of a Super Bowl victory. But you have Travis Kelsey as your tight end, Tyreek Hill as your receiver, Sammy Watkins, even McCole Hardman, all that, you know, that's good. You you mm-hmm. got you signed Le'Veon Bell, that you have, um, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who has proven to be a good rookie, a solid rookie, doing a good job for the team. No. Nope. Uh, you, you have Andy Reid as a coach who has really developed quarterbacks throughout his career uh, and is an offensive mastermind in his own right. Uh, so you, and Eric Bieniemy, who deserves a head coaching job when he's done with Kansas City uh, as the offensive coordinator. You have that. So you have all that around you, and then you have – Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, who has Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and then Devontae Adams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's it. And, and and Aaron Jones is a really good running back. Him and Williams make a really uh, Jamal Williams make a really good uh, running back tandem. Mm-hmm. But Kansas City has obviously invested so much into the entire team. Mm-hmm. That it makes it a more comfortable situation for Mahomes to be in, as opposed to Green Bay, who decided to use their first pick on another quarterback mm-hmm. instead of building up their defense, which we see, you know, especially in the Colts game a couple of weeks ago, that was desperately needed, and the Bucks game, which was desperately needed to have defensive playmakers. They don't really uh, have many of them, folks. They have an okay front four but their secondary needs work. Their linebackers aren't are quite what they used to be. So I look at it in terms of you have a young tight end and, and Tanya who has shown some, some flashes of, okay, he could be good in this league, mm-hmm. uh, but he's extremely young. Uh, your offensive line is, is, is okay, but you're throwing to marginal receivers uh, outside of Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And he's been able to win when Devontae Adams was hurt. So if you take your best weapon off the team and you're still able to win, with a very mediocre defense, I think that speaks to the value that Aaron Rodgers brings to that team. But I think you could even put a marginal quarterback on the Chiefs and they could still win games because there's so many weapons around Not to say that they would win a Super Bowl, but they would yeah. win games.
1: No, it's, it's very valid, fair point. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just think with... <laughs> just like with the NBA, it's about narrative. And... I think people still like the Chiefs. People still like Patrick Mahomes. I think mm-hmm. if he wins this year, I think you're going to start to see the kind of the – like that Brady hate. we having to go to state like, too. And really? then, yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Don't let, let – Really. Let Kansas City win it – went back to back this year. Then the haters will start coming out. Mm-hmm. So I think right now he's still hmm. on that positive track going up. And I, I, the narrative is going to support him winning. And, again, with him only having two interceptions the whole season.
3: That's, that's crazy. Just, Man. I,
1: as great as – as much as weapons as he has, I mean, to, to only have two interceptions the whole season so far, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's, – that's absurd. Um, but, I, but I'm with you on, on, on Aaron Rodgers. He's doing his thing. Um, but I think the other thing that might hurt him – there's been,
0: like, the Tampa Bay game. That was bad Very bad game. And his body <laughs> language was not good in that game, to be completely <laughs> objective. He and looked demoralized.
1: For MVP voting, just like with the NBA, those nationally televised games are the ones that kind of tip the scales one way or the other. So that's why mm-hmm. I think it's, it's really Patrick Mahomes to lose at this point. Mm-hmm. But, but, no, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is right there because he's having a great season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and that leads us to the next one. Who do you believe is is the best team right now? Uh, good. That's that's a tough one. That's a tough one because you go many directions. Uh, I, I'm gonna sound like a
1: Kansas City homer, but I gotta go Kansas <laughs> City. I, I think even though um, even though Pittsburgh is 10 and 0 right now, I think what kansas city is able to do and i think for me it's just i've just been surprised by how they've been able to transition through being the favorite and winning last year because to me i i really think they're even more dangerous now than what they were last year Mm -hmm. because they're even more balanced than what they were last year and again with with patrick mahomes Having a better understanding of the game and the offense, and actually being able to read defenses, and actually be able to call audibles like on his own, like to me that's scary. Because because yeah. in the past two years, you probably were able to kind of bait him a little bit because he wasn't yeah. he didn't he wasn't able to speed read as good as what he is able to do mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But I think he, and this is why I, I think he's he's the MVP because I think. He's really starting to get into that cerebral uh level met, like mentally. Yeah, seeing right. things before, before it happens. Right, cuz before cuz as you said he's immensely talented and I think his first year as a starter and last year the talent is what is what has carried him over. This year his mental capacity is what's been pushing him mm-hmm. this year. Cuz there's been there's been plays where he literally checks out and they run the ball yeah yeah <laughs> like, As a quarterback like that's crazy mm-hmm. it, so I, I, to me i think where he is mentally and where he's starting to get to mentally it's scary and that's what kind of pushes them over
0: Ashton. Gotcha. Gotcha. for me so i'm trying to pick someone different than Kansas City just to bring just a little diversity call to the conversation I but it's call hard that's it how to, i see
1: it yeah I call I, how i see it man. when
0: i look at best team I don't necessarily always look at the best records, but I look at – because when you're, when you're doing one-off games, anything can happen and someone yeah, can lose the game. Absolutely. Uh, and we saw that with Kansas City. You know, you yeah. think that with their schedule they would still be undefeated, but the Raiders got the best of them in one of the games. And it's a right? divisional rivalry, so, you know, yeah. those things You see them. each other more often. There's kind yeah. of a, a culture, subculture built within those divisional yeah. games. Uh, you know, a lot of people would look at records and say, hey, the Steelers are undefeated, so they should obviously be the best team I did not like what I saw on Wednesday night against against uh, Baltimore with RG three, the backup quarterback, and at least with six seven other players out on the COVID list,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and really the Steelers just missed their uh, their running back and maybe two other players. I think they had about three late players on the COVID list. So you had majority of your playmakers in the, in the game, and you win what nineteen to fourteen. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing is with Pittsburgh, they, they haven't looked dominant to me. Yeah. They're winning games, but they haven't looked dominant to me. So that's why, for me, it's still Kansas City because they've looked dominant. Like, they've dismantled, like, good teams. Like, you saw what they did to the Bills, like, in Buffalo. Like, yes. Bills are going to win the AFC East. Yeah. Like, they went up there and just completely picked them apart on a Thursday night. Like, they had no chance of winning. That's, that's elite level of play right there. I mean, that, that's just, it's hard for me not to, to, it's hard for me to overlook that. So until somebody can really beat them convincingly for me, mm-hmm. I, I just, I got to go with Kansas City right now.
0: And so just to throw diversity into the conversation, I'm going to say uh, with the resurgence of with, Carlos Dunlap, being signed to the Seattle Seahawks and seeing how that's changed their defensive front to the, to the fact that they're leading the league in sacks since his acquisition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think they're roughly getting about four sacks a game, which is pretty good for a, for a team on any given Sunday. So when you look at it in that term and in those terms, I think Seattle could turn out to be one of the best teams in the, in the NFL with their defense showing up more often, using Jam- uh, Jamal Adams more in the, in the sense of a linebacker position, mm-hmm. uh, because he can fly and get to the quarterback and people can't block him.
1: Yeah, you know, so when, when you throw
0: them those looks, the one thing I get is, actually, I don't think the weak link is as much on the defense now. I, and I have the utmost respect for him, but I think their weak link is Pete Carroll. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and people, yes. And we saw it again in this last game where they had red zone opportunities and they're running trick plays within the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you see when Kansas City tried that in their last game, they ran that, um, that, that flea flick or whatever where mm-hmm. Kelsey was to throw it to my homes. They didn't do anything like that for the rest of the game because they were like, that was stupid. That didn't work.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Because you can't get too cute in these cer- certain circumstances.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: in that game in Kansas City, you can kind of get away with being cute at times. Yeah, Because the Bucs were struggling. Yeah, When you go against better teams, you can't afford to throw the ball when you're on the one-yard line and you have Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, right? So that's where this all kind of all started. And we see that pop up in these big games that they're barely winning. Yeah. When you talk about the Eagles, who are absolute bonfire right now. <laughs> Trash. And you're barely beating those teams. You've got to look at it's not enough to barely get by these teams. You have to be able to beat some of the more explosive teams that, that are in the NFL. If they can get that together, I think they could be close to the level because Russell Wilson himself uh, is a very explosive athlete that can make things happen that very few quarterbacks can Yep. They have DK Metcalf that if he stops dropping the ball, uh, <laughs> that he will be top three receiver in the league easily. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I will say that the other teams that have some significant holes, um, I'll go ahead and start the Super Bowl prediction one, mm-hmm. uh, and then Natty, you share yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a darker horse in this situation, and I'm going to say Tennessee representing the, a- mm-hmm. the AFC.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They've gotten better since last year, and they surprised everyone last year. But when you mm-hmm. look at when it comes down to playoff time, And when they are committed to the run, to the point where, like, even if we're behind a little bit, we're still going to run the ball. Mm -hmm. Their defense is opportunistic. Tannehill is a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He makes smart throws. He's an accurate quarterback. Mm -hmm. Uh, And very happy for him and his career resurging there in Tennessee. Who wants to tackle Derrick Henry in the fourth quarter? Nobody. Nobody. That is a grown man. That's the, literally, I went to a Titans game, and he is the size of the other team's defensive line. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast, man. And, and so with him going through that, I think that this may be their year. When it comes to if this is an NBA series, structured series, I wouldn't give Tennessee a chance. But in a one-playoff game, in a one-off game, I give Tennessee a chance in the AFC. I think they have enough talent to beat the Steelers. And I think... They have enough talent to beat the Chiefs because they gave the Chiefs all they can handle last year. Mm -hmm. And finally, the Chiefs were like, wait, 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 no, 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 we can't have that. And they exploded in the second half. Mm -hmm. They were fortunate to get past Tennessee last year. That's going to be my AFC team. For my NFC team, I don't, you know, the Saints are usually a contender, not with Taysom Hill as quarterback. He's good (laughs) enough to get you some wins through the season. He's not going to be a playoff victory you know, winning quarterback when it, when it, when it counts most. Still, you're going to have to throw the ball effectively against mm-hmm. these better teams. It's cute against Atlanta, not so much uh, against teams with tougher defenses. Mm-hmm. And the NFC, I'm going to go ahead right now as we stand uh, <laughs> and choose and choose Seattle for that. Because I think back to what I said before, they have the pieces, and I think that even though Russell Wilson, I think he has an upswing coming up. You know, he had a hot streak. He's in a dip. I think he's going to come back up at a time where the defense is figuring it out enough to get them to the Super Bowl. So Titan Seahawks. <sighs> you heard it hit first, people. <laughs>
1: well, I'm going to sound like a broken record, man. He's picking Kansas,
3: <laughs> Kansas City.
1: Kansas City. <laughs> well, again, I think for me, based on the question, and I, but I put pose a question, I said right now. Yes. Just based off right now. Oof. I gotta go with Kansas City. Um I I hear you about Tennessee. I just think Kansas City, not even Kansas City, I think Patrick Mahomes will win that game. Mm. That's just what I believe.
0: Um, I'm done with Kansas City. I already talked about that. <laughs> And um, to your point, to your point I, I will say what makes me nervous about this year is that the Bucks defense is absolutely atrocious most of the time. And they were only able to score three points in the second half of that game, the Chiefs-Buccaneers game. They got true. out to an early lead, and they were only able to score three points in the second half.
1: True. I think they got I, – I just think they got – even with the play calling, I think they got a little lackadaisical in the play calling. They didn't mm-hmm. keep the – Their foot on the gas pedal. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, but it it is a fair point. Um, But I I just think if, because think about Kansas City, right? What's dangerous about them? Say if that was flipped. Say Mm -hmm. if Tom Brady went out there and put up twenty-seven in the first two quarters, right, and had the four hundred something pass yards, Mm -hmm. and. Can't said he only had three points to that to that to that point. The Chiefs could still surprised? come back. Would, and, that's yeah. my point. Would if, you? Would anyone have been surprised if they came back and won that game? No, it's, you it's almost very, would have expected
0: it. It's very Golden State Warriors ish. That's what I'm Blazers saying. Blazers can it's, lead by 19 in the third quarter and they'll lose by 19 by the time the fourth quarter. A
1: little goes. right, right, <laughs> exactly. Like that's kind of that's kind of how I feel about that. Until somebody just kind of just knocks them out, I. Based on just what I'm seeing, I got to go to Kansas City. I mean, they're just – because if you, if you try to beat them up like Tennessee and get them down, oh, here come Patrick Mahomes! I'm going to score four touchdowns in three minutes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which is very possible with them.
1: Oh, you want to pass the ball? Oh, okay, we can play that too. <laughs> you score four touchdowns, I'm going to score five. You score six touchdowns, I'm going to score seven. Mm-hmm. So they can – you know, but whatever. I, I, like I said, I've already talked about them enough. <laughs> My NFC pick is actually Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think New Orleans will get the number one seed, but to me, there's there's still I I can't put my finger on it. There's just something off about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is Green Bay's year because I think last year against San Francisco, they just they 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 just ran into a monster. Yeah and they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I think, to your point about Aaron Rodgers, I think he's kind of gotten back to that level that he was at before. Mm-hmm. and I think he can carry him through the playoff this year. I think uh, Tampa has some issues. I think it's a lot to ask for them to bring it all together in one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams are very solid. Love Aaron Donald. I just don't know if if Jared Goff, I don't trust him as much as I do in Aaron Rodgers. You make him
0: uncomfortable, he's going to turn the ball over. Because you make very him uncomfortable,
1: quick, yeah. yeah, like that dude gets alligator-armed real quick. Yes. Um, so right now, that really just based on the quarterback play, that's why I'm taking Green Bay right now. Uh, he's the – out of – and Russell Wilson's great. But out of Aaron Rodgers, because if you look, I'm looking at the, like if the playoffs were to start right now, New Orleans would be number one, Seattle would be number two, Green Bay would be number three, Rams would be four, Tampa would be five, Arizona would be six, mm-hmm. and yeah, Minnesota would be seven because they, they, they add the extra team this year. Yes. Out of all those quarterbacks right now, the one I trust most is Aaron Rodgers. That's right. So that, that's how I see it. Um, Cause, Cause, with Drew Brees, he had like the cracked ribs and
0: like yeah. a collapsed lung and all that. Like, we're not going to see him anytime soon. <laughs> At least, effectively, anytime. So, soon. Yeah, like that's a
1: yeah. lot to come back from. So, that I, I'm going with Green Bay. I'm going okay. with the uh, the State Farm Super Bowl. That's what I'm going with.
0: Hey, I, that would be an amazing <laughs> Super Bowl, and I actually be torn of who I would want to win that Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be good. it it would be great. But right right now, that that's that's what I'm going with. And it's really just. And it comes down to the quarterback play. I mean, I think, just Mm -hmm. like with the NBA, stars win championships. To Armand's point, like, listen, thanks to LeBron, obviously we've had super teams before where, you know, GMs have drafted and made trades, but Mm -hmm. when LeBron and and D-Wade and and Chris Bosh decided to go to to South Beach together, that changed the NBA landscape. Like, you gotta have a squad. And not just Mm -hmm. a squad, like, either, like, two top five dudes like, you know, AD LeBron on the same team minimum, or you got to have three of them. Yeah. If you don't, you're not winning the chip. Yeah. So similar to that with the NFL right now with how the game is, you need a superstar quarterback. Mm-hmm. You need your quarterback needs to be playing at a high level. Like I, I like Tannehill. I think what he does is good, but do I really think he's going to outplay Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game? He might. It's a one game scenario. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking me going into it, no, I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's the, for me with the NFL, with how it is right now and where the game's going right now, with how the rules are. Yes. Where you can't, you're, you can't be as physical with receivers, mm-hmm. hit people across the middle like that anymore. They're watching the concussion protocol and all that. Mm-hmm. You're a quarter you need a quarterback that can pick people up hard. And those are the two that I see that are gonna do that at the highest level. That's, that's what I'm going with those two.
0: Hey. No arguments. I would not be surprised if that was the outcome. Um, I think one thing that led me to pick Seattle is I don't believe in Green Bay's defense. No, and,
1: and that's and that's definitely a fair point. I, I think I think they'll be able to at least play Good enough because if you look at the NFC, if you look at the NFC, and I'm gonna pull this up again, but to me, when you look at the NFC, everybody's defense is a little has some holes. Yeah, they're vulnerable Nor- for sure. Because yeah. New Orleans, New Orleans front, you know, four or five is strong, but you can throw the ball on them. Hmm. Seattle, we. They put up massive points on defense. They played better. They're Mm -hmm. starting to get a little pressure on the quarterback, as you said, with Mm -hmm. with Carlos Dunlap. But, I mean, Russell Wilson only do so much if the defense is giving up 34, 35, 38 points. I mean, Green Bay has their issues. I mean, the Rams. They they have Aaron Donald and they have uh, Jalen Ramsey. But people still putting up 30-plus points on them. Mm -hmm. You know, Tampa Bay, Arizona. So, I mean, that's why, for me, just looking at it, uh, looking at the trend of how the season's going, and I think if you look at years past, when you look at the trends of what was happening that season, you can kind of see what's going to, foresee what's going to happen in the playoffs. And in the NFC, it's a you got to have a quarterback that can just put up points. Because it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be. And if you can't put up points, if you can't put up, like 30, 35, 40, like consistently, mm-hmm. forget about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Especially now with COVID and there's no fans in the stands, and yeah. now you can actually hear what the defense is saying, like the calls they're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on, man.
0: It's going to be interesting for sure. And we're going to keep this as one of our, our standing topics, just kind of going with the uh, what we're noticing uh, from week in and week out. With, with the NFL next episode we're going to go to a little bit more NBA kind of uh, prep you off for some of the the early uh, games on the schedule uh, there's, a, there's a few before Christmas uh, that, that deserves some, some shine as well so we're going to talk about those next time we'll review the Spence and Garcia fight um, right. so, yeah so we had a jam-packed episode appreciate y'all hanging out with us on behalf of all the coaches here on the coaches box y'all have a safe weekend be blessed and we'll see you soon Thank you for stepping into the coach's box. Yes, sir.